0: This is the Permaculture Podcast, I'm Scott Mann. In this episode, Natalie Bogwalker shares her technique to quickly build soil for growing food in a temperate climate. You can see an example of the soil created using this method in the cover image for this episode. You can watch the video of Natalie's work on soil building at Wild Abundance, which is where today's audio comes from, at youtube.com slash the permaculture podcast. While you're there... Make sure to subscribe as I have more videos from my time at Wild Abundance on the way. Enjoy this time with Natalie, and I'll join you again after.
1: So we did this big terrace experiment and we didn't have access to a bulldozer. It was just a track hoe and a skid steer. And so we created, you know, this whole thing was gently sloped, and it is insane how much more usable this space is now that we have these flat areas. Like, you know, people throughout history have been making terraces. And making retaining walls is just so much work. Mm -hmm. I lived in Spain years and years and years ago and worked in some of the terraces that had been made over many, many generations that had stone walls, and those were amazing, but I'm not Mm -hmm. I don't have the stone here, and the amount of work is just crazy So I really pushed it with the steepness of these banks The grade is much steeper than what is usually seen as acceptable But I planted them right away, and they haven't eroded and I planted them with a variety of wildflowers and various, like, retention. <laughs> retention plants and legumes and stuff. And then, so when we did the terracing, these terraces were just clay. Like there was no way to be able to scrape the topsoil aside and spread it back over because we didn't have a bulldozer and because we were creating more surface area than was there originally. Just because of the scale of what we were doing, it's very different than over there. And so it was just clay. And I was thinking about having buying topsoil, but there's all sorts of issues with that because the topsoil can have pests in it that can cause major problems. And so I embarked on this big soil building experiment. And so what we did, I had a connection with a local landscaper and they brought me several loads, many, many loads of somewhat decomposed wood chips. And it was only $30 a load for this dump truck, which was great. And so first we put down a layer of wood chips, which we used to skid steer to spread. And then we got these round bales of hay. And at the time, they're more expensive now, but I got them for 30 bucks each. And we rolled those out over the wood chips. And then I spread just between one and two inches of composted horse manure over the entire thing and sowed, this was all happening in September, I sowed Austrian winter peas into it and winter rye. And over the winter, the winter rye didn't really do much, which is crazy because winter rye is usually very aggressive. Mm-hmm. But the winter peas went crazy and they're leguminous. So they were able to do much better in that subsoil that was all carbon. And then the next year I pulled off, um, or when I, when I you know, put in a shovel to see what had happened, things had massively changed. And so that all of that um, carboniferous matter was turned into topsoil. Isn't this amazing? And so there's between six and eight inches of gorgeous topsoil throughout this whole area on both of these two bottom terraces. And you can see the worms, it's just teeming with worms. There's like three worms in this one handful. yeah it's just it's just phenomenal you know it was all just an experiment and i think you know of all the work that i've done over the years like starting gatherings starting wild abundance teaching hundreds of people earth skills and carpentry and skills for empowerment this experiment to me, which has just been like kind of this side thing that I have going on and was really inspired by COVID because it was like, oh no, we need a lot more space to grow tons of food. And I think it's one of the biggest accomplishments of my life. Like massive soil building Mm -hmm. is a really big deal. And when you take the soil from the paths and you turn it into the beds, we're talking about. So it's just gorgeous. I wish it was a little more moist for you. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty exciting. So what I did after that first year was I bought this DeWitt woven plastic, which I'm not so big on plastic products, but this is one that has a lifetime warranty, you know, it's supposed to last for a really, really long time. And so I feel much better about the embedded energy in it if it's going to last forever. So I used that, first we crimped the cover crop by using a T-post and two people. So each person puts the T-post around one of their feet And so there's, pretend that there's a fence post, a metal fence post between my foot and your foot. And then we tie, both tie it onto our feet and then we step in unison and that crimps down the plant matter. Then you cover it with this stuff and that kills the cover crop. And then once the cover crop is killed back, then you can just rake off whatever, whatever crop debris there is. And I mean, look at this beautiful mycorrhizae that's going on here. It's just like, it's like creating massive amount of compost. So then that nitrogenous plant matter and all that carbon, have just basically made a massive amount of compost covering this whole large area. And so then you rake that back and then you can either plant another round of cover crop or you can make beds or whatever. What I did was I grew that first round of cover crop because I wasn't in a big hurry. I just, this was like a long-term project. It wasn't about having space to grow food right now. It's about having space to grow food over time, which if you take that approach with preparing garden areas, you're going to have a lot more results for a lot less labor and a lot less resources. And so I grew that first round, which was basically just Austrian winter pea. And then I smothered that and used occultation, which is what it is when you kill things using a dark, opaque material. And then we sowed um, sorghum, Sudan grass, and cow peas in it last summer and then smothered that i didn't have a chance in the season to plant again in the fall so i just left this on all winter and then now i'm making it into beds and it's just i mean each of these beds takes about 20 to 40 minutes to make which is like incredible and the soil is just Gorgeous. And so yeah, I'm just like over the moon with how easy this is. I mean it's easier to make a whole new bed given this scenario than it is just to prepare a bed that has been has has had like cover proper weeds growing in it over the winter. So yeah, I'm 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 thrilled with this method and I think it could like hey And wood chips are something that are very available in rural areas. And so this could be a way of building soil in a moist area like this. That, yeah, it's just, it has a lot of potential.
0: And that was Natalie Bogwalker. Find out more about her, her work, and wild abundance at wildabundance.net. After listening to this conversation, or watching the video at youtube.com slash thepermaculturepodcast. Are there any other sites you'd like to see more of in a video tour? Let me know by leaving a comment in the show notes, dropping me a direct message if you're a patron, or by visiting thepermaculturepodcast.com and clicking Contact to send me an email. Until the next time, spend each day building soil while taking care of Earth, yourself, and each other.